Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to episode eight of The Gilded City. Um, we're very happy to have you back. Uh, unfortunately, if you, missed, if you missed at the end of the last time, uh, Eva, who plays Janara, will not be with us for this episode, um, but she will be back for episode nine. Uh, but uh, we're, you know, we've got uh, another great episode here for you today. Um, as always, go ahead and leave us a comment about your favorite part of the episode. Uh, follow us on social social media at the uh, at Rollers Guild D and D. Sorry, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, leave us a like, subscribe to the channel, all that normal stuff. And you're li- if you're listening to this as a podcast, uh, follow the podcast, uh, leave us a rating, share with people you think would like it. Uh, we would really, really appreciate it. Um, without further ado. Uh, I do have a question. You have a question. If Go I were it. to point to our social medias, would I be pointing this way or this way? So uh, <laughs> you would be pointing to... Um, the other way, that way. This, I, this no, way? That, yeah, I think, I think we'll see how I'm Zoom renders the video, but I believe <laughs> that is the correct direction, so. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, with that, uh, we will go ahead and get started. time, uh, Octavia received a message from Freedom, letting our heroes know that they are free to move forward with plans against the Wiener Blood Keep. After coordinating a meeting at Janara's house for that evening, everyone proceeded to take care of their individual matters. Uh, that evening, everyone gathered once again at Janara's to start planning for the eventual break-in of Blood Keep Textiles' corporate offices. As everyone left for the evening, Janara received a troubling message that her parents were in trouble, prompting her to leave town immediately, with only Artemis aware of Janara's sudden departure. And with that, we'll go ahead and get going on tonight's episode. So, um, Octavia has an interview 
with Ovina Bloodkeith, scheduled for the 22nd. Uh, the it was the not it was night of the 18th um at the end of last session so you've got a few days until uh octavia's interview with ovina bloodkeith which if i understand your plan correctly you're not going to make any major moves to heist this place until after the interview is that correct yes <laughs> so i uh, as a group you'll have a few days to do any scouting out you want to do in the meantime um as well as anything else that that you each individually might want to do so uh i'm actually gonna toss it to you all um what are people doing over the next few days and um uh of course um we'll go through things as we as we need to go through things uh, uh you know we'll break out into little um scenes as necessary um uh, one thing penny wants to do is she wants to go to the city archives to try to look through old building plans of yeah. what the office building used to be and any construction permits that might have been submitted great yeah um okay great uh go with her Octavia will go with her. Great. Yeah, the two of you head to the uh, to the city archives once again, which you um, recently spent um, quite some time at. Uh, I would imagine this is just on the on the nineteenth, um, yeah. just the next day. Yeah. Uh, so the two of you head there, um, and you start looking into uh, uh, building records in the location that the corporate offices currently are at. So. Based on, you're very specifically trying to find public records of what was there before. You're not trying to get information of, about the building that currently stands there. Is that correct? Uh, if they have information on the building, that would be interesting, but I'm also interested in what it looks like before. Okay. Like any permits that have been pulled for it. Right. Okay. Yeah. So maybe maybe Penny is focusing on like historical documents that like what used to be there, but Octavia would be looking for like okay. what has been documented as upgraded. Yeah. So for so Octavia's looking for the current building and Penny's looking for historical stuff. So um the current building is, you know, because it's a private corporation, is not necessarily publicly accessible. Um, so, but you may still be able to convince the person, uh, at the desk to give you access to that. Um, that so, is a breach of librarianship. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so. breaking your code. <laughs> um. The ALA will hear about this. <laughs> so, Penny, you get let into the room with historical building records. I want you to go ahead and make an investigation check for me as you're looking through stuff. In the meantime, Octavia, um, you you approach the desk, and uh, um, you know there's there's a a woman working there, probably in her uh, in her early thirties. Um, ah, yes. Uh, how can I help you? Yeah, I was looking for any information that you might have on building records or renovation records for the Bloodkeith uh, textiles company, the, the office building specifically. Well, um, you know, uh, uh, all 
construction records do have to be logged here at city archives. Um, unfortunately, uh, uh, private corporations' uh, construction records are not are not publicly accessible to the general public uh, without written permission from the company or from the uh, governmental uh, uh, higher governmental officials of the city. Um, trying to figure out which one I want to use. Um, can I cast suggestion? Uh, you certainly may. I would like you to make a sleight of hand check to cast it without getting noticed. Ooh, not bad. Uh, <laughs> Natural 19, so that's a 21. Okay, yeah. You, you're like, okay. Pulling out my camera is too obvious. I gotta cast it without pulling out my camera. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, um, though it's unusual for you, you do cast it using your hands, which is unusual, just sort of down below the counter. Mm -hmm. um, and you, you cast um, suggestion. Uh, so give me one second. Yes, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, well, as a reporter, I think that you can let me look at these records. And it's a wisdom saving throw. What's the DC? 14. Okay. Um, her eyes go, um, a little glassy, um, Ah, uh, yes, um, of course. Can I just see your uh, uh, reporter ID? Oh, yes, of course. I pull out my little badge. Uh, right this way. Um, you keep she... it on a lanyard. <laughs> a retractable Attached lanyard. to my camera yeah. bag. There so it's go. on a lanyard. No, it's on a little uh, uh, leather strap. Oh. <laughs> Not a lanyard. <laughs> A lanyard. It's smaller than a lanyard. It won't go around a neck. <laughs> it's a collar. Um. Yeah. Uh, uh. She leads you off. Um. Brings you to a private. Um. A private reading room, and then heads off to get the blueprints. Um. Penny. Uh. What was your investigation check? Fourteen. Fourteen. Um. You spend quite some time looking through building records. Uh, eventually you do find, you do find a couple of things, um, eventually, but it takes quite a while. Um, prior to Bloodkeep Textiles being built on the current plot of land where it's, where it's located, uh, the location, um, had been a, uh, uh, a small bank, um, after being bought up by some of the larger banks, all of the um, all of the valuable things that were in there were removed and taken to one of the larger bank to a larger bank because um, again bought up it was bought up um, and then the building was scheduled for uh, uh, then the the larger bank that bought it out 
um, sold off the property to the highest bidder, which was Bloodkeith Textiles. Uh, Bloodkeith Textiles received permits for a demolition of the building because they wanted to build their own permanent offices there uh, because Bloodkeith Textiles had formerly been, um, had their corporate headquarters uh, way up in the city of, um, of Mirabar. But uh, uh, thought that relocating their corporate offices in the city of Waterdeep would be more beneficial as a major trade hub. Um, that's so. That's what you have found. That's what you have found. Uh, and you do find one other piece with fourteen. I would say, which is that though originally the building was scheduled for total demolition. Um, after Ovina took over the company, she decided that um, she actually liked some of the architectural features of the building. So just instead opted for a major renovation as opposed to a full demolition. So originally the building was scheduled to be demolished, but instead just got renovated. You do not find floor plans for the bank that existed before, though the knowledge that it had formerly been a bank might give you pieces of information that you could use. Vault. Um, okay, that's where they keep the troll. <laughs> uh, Octavia, you are eventually brought the actual blueprints of the building, uh, which I will, I will send you an actual map of the building. Um, not right this second, but I, I'll send it to you in the next couple days um, uh, so that you have a chance to look at it. Um, but to give you an idea of what you see um, um, looking at the, uh, uh, at the floor plan, um, there are three main floors and then there's a basement. So um, uh, roughly speaking, um, the first floor is divided into sort of the main lobby area, which has um, some waiting rooms adjoining it, as well as um, the reception offices uh, uh, adjoining it. Um, the reception office is located behind the reception desk in between the two staircases going up to the second level in the, in the huge ostentatious lobby. Um, there is then a, a you know, sort of behind the scenes on the first floor in, in some of the area, non-publicly accessible areas of the first floor, there's the security wing uh, within which are the um, main security offices and security break room, as well as the security chief's office, as well as a large uh, 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 chamber, um, which uh, is, is labeled, um, as uh, uh, as um, high security holding, uh, which Octavia could probably make a decent guess as what might be in high security holding, given what she knows. Um, the other uh, uh, the other main area of the first floor is um, sort of at the back of the first floor, at the back side of the building is the shipping and mail area. Uh, this is where the loading dock is, as well as the, uh, as the mail room. Um, and then the uh, uh, a room labeled pneumatic controls. Um, 
The second floor, uh, you've got um, three main uh, uh, sections. You've got the um, sales wing, um, which obviously has the chief of sales offices, uh, uh, offices for various sales clerks, as well as sales records. Um, there's the marketing wing on the second floor. Um, chief of marketing offices offices is there, which you've been in that office, um, as well as uh, uh, various marketing staff offices and the marketing conference room um, and slash showroom. Uh, and then as well as uh, uh, the third sort of section of the second floor is the shipping department. So there's obviously uh, uh, the actual place where things come in and out um, in the shipping area of the ground floor, but then there's the actual shipping offices on the second floor, which has the chief of shipping's office, uh, the ship, and then various shipping regional managers' offices, um, and then shipping and then shipping records. Uh, also, uh, I forgot to mention on the first floor, second floor, and third floor is. Uh, in the in sort of the back of all three floors it, and the basement is a freight elevator um, located near the near what on the first floor what would be near the loading docks. Um, the third floor uh, there is also divided up into roughly three wings. Uh, there's the design wing. And as a textile company, uh, design is important. Uh, so there is the design wing. Um, so there's the chief of design's offices, um, the design conference room, uh, and then an, a large open-ended area called the design space, um, which you would imagine is sort of a fancy way of saying just offices for other de design staff. Uh, there's then also the finance wing is located on the third floor. Um, unlike, by the way, unlike the first two floors, which are both open to the large, um, entry atrium, the third floor is not open to that. Uh, it's located above that area. Um, the finance offices are there, so the chief of finance has their office there. Uh, finance, um, uh, offices, also finance bookkeeping is located up there as well as the company safes um, are located in the finance department. And then uh, there's the executive suite on the third floor, um, which has the CEO's office, um, the office for the executive assistant to the CEO, and the board room all located on uh, uh, in the executive suite. Do we know who, who Ovina's executive assistant is? We haven't met them. Okay. We've not met Ovina's executive assistant yet. Uh, down in the basement of the building, um, there's, of course, uh, electrical rooms. There's uh, heating and plumbing um, control rooms, some general storage rooms. There's also the offices for uh, the janitorial team. Um, and the offices for the maintenance team, including an area located, uh, uh, and including an area notated as repair room. Um, and then located on, located in several different areas of the building, you find, you know, bathrooms, this building obviously has indoor plumbing, um, and uh, uh, kitchenettes uh, located in, in a couple different places throughout the building too. So 
that's like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll send you, I'll send you, uh, Kira, um, an actual full floor plan, um, within the next few days, but, um, okay. that just gives you an idea of what is, what you find, um, you awesome. um great. Do I, do I know any, like, changes that have been made, like, in the last couple years, I guess? Um, the floor plan that you have in front of you, you believe is the most up-to-date um, information filed with the city um, offices. Okay. So. Uh, great. Um, what are other people doing? Um, Nyx wants to... I want to buy a forgery kit. Okay. I think that this might be beneficial. Okay. Um, do you want to... So, obviously, forgery kits not just generally like sold um, at shops or anything like that. Uh, so would you just go straight to Vinny's organization mm -mm. Um, or would you try to find somewhere else? Somewhere no, else? I, I'm going to try to find somewhere else first. Okay. So um, I would like you to make a uh, investigation check for me because um, a couple of the places that you are familiar with that you checked previously for the uh, component pouch mm -hmm. um, were closed. Right. So. Um, I got a 24. 24 will be good enough. Um, you do eventually find, um, you know, uh, uh, so the Undercliff Ward where you live um, doesn't I mean, there are criminal elements in, in the Undercliff Ward, as there are in pretty much every ward of the city. Um, but unlike in places like the Dock Ward, where there's a strong organized crime presence, most of the criminal outfits in the Undercliff Ward have traditionally been very independent. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of those independent places, like I said, that you looked at before, were closed down. But you, you do eventually find, through the right combination of things, you do eventually find a uh, sort of a, a backroom, uh, a backroom uh, a black market dealer. Um, another, uh, uh, actually a gnome uh, like you. Uh, hey, uh, how's it going there? Today. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm good. How are you? Doing all right, doing all right. Bob, I was looking, or I was wondering, do you have a, a kit for forging documents or copying people's handwriting, that sort of stuff? Yeah, I could probably, uh, I could probably hook you up. Give me a second to look around and... Uh, at that moment, the there's a bang on the door. It's like, ah, shit. I just jump by the counter here real quick. Might be the cops. 
yeah, come on in. Please be cops. Uh, the door opens. Um, and uh, uh, Nyx, do you try to like peek sneakily or are you just completely? I sure do. Okay, make a stealth check for me. Let's have an advantage because you're very small hiding behind this counter. <laughs> Rolled a nine and eight. Um, Four total of? Fourteen. Not bad. Okay. A uh, couple of, uh, couple of, uh, uh, human, uh, uh, you know, uh, very brutish human dudes walk in. They are not wearing police uniforms. Um, yo, uh, you uh you got Hathaway's money? Yeah, I I'm I I'm working on getting Hathaway's money. Don't don't you worry about me. I will get Hathaway his money in my own damn time. Well uh just be careful there. Hathaway isn't uh a patient man, and if he doesn't get his payment soon, uh, you may find that uh, your business goes the way of several of the others recently. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, I hear you. I'll get you your payment by tomorrow, right? Just tell your boss I'll get him his payment by tomorrow. While I'm back there, do I see any ledgers that might tell me who this Hathaway might be? Make an investigation check. Uh, uh, really quick. Um, 14. 14, you don't, uh, not with a quick glance. I mean, you would imagine that, right, as this is sort of a a, a, a black market uh, a dealer uh, type guy, um, it's not going to be an, an easy right. place to find. Um, all right, well, you better be good for that money tomorrow, Cockabee. Know what happens what to was people who cross Hathaway? Uh, and these two human guys leave. What was his name? Cockaby. Cockaby and Anne Hathaway. It's incredible. Just Hathaway. I don't want to imply that the not in uh, my notes. Uh, well-known <laughs> uh, 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 performer Anne Hathaway, actor. Uh, extraordinaire Anne Hathaway is involved in organized crime of any kind. Uh, and if you're watching this, we love you. And if you're watching this, we of course we love you, and we would love a shout out from you, Anne Hathaway. For sure, uh, that would be amazing. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, Cockaby uh, uh, says to you, uh, uh, Nick. All right, you can get out from uh, behind the counter there. Sorry about that. Just some uh, unpleasant business as of late. I understand. All right. Uh, yeah, I can get you a kit for forging documents and the like. Uh, that'll be... Uh... And he actually pulls out a little... He pulls something out of a pocket of his coat and flips through, through, his, through a small booklet. And he looks up at you. He looks down at his booklet. Could be no twenty talents.
I slowly count out 15 and put it on the counter and like keep eye, maintain eye contact with him and pause until he's like a little uncomfortable and then I slowly pull out the other five. Like I know this is overpriced, but Okay. Yeah. Appreciate business. Hope Some... your uh hope your luck turns around. <laughs> yeah, me too, kid. Me too. Well, have a good day. Uh and you leave uh uh Cockabee's uh shop. Um Anything else uh, uh, you would like to do? Um, we're just going to, whenever I'm at work, going to keep listening, see if I hear anything. Great. Um, I'll have you make, let's see, between now, you would be working, so the night, you'd be working the 19th to twi- uh, uh, and the 21st before this day. The 20th would be your one day, of, uh, a 10-day off. So, um I'll have you roll two perception checks to see if you hear anything interesting. Um, I'm going to say I got the... Okay, we're doing this slight of, slightly out of order. Okay. In terms of my timeline. But I got 16 and a 22. 16 and a 22. Okay. Um, 16, you do... You hear, you hear a little bit, but nothing out of the ordinary... Um, you know, just your boss is talking about, um, something that happened in the factory earlier that day, um, um, with, uh, uh, um, you know, a a slow, uh, uh, a perceived slowdown on the, on the line. Mm -hmm. Um, just a conversation between him and one of the foreman, like, well, you're gonna have to get him to work faster. I mean, we have deadlines to meet. Um, and the foreman being very much like, I, I've, you know, of course, sir, you know, we're, we're doing our best. The workers uh, say they're moving as quick as they can. And, and your boss, of course, saying something you've stopped saying. Um, <laughs> well, I know that's not the truth because... A few days ago, they were moving about uh, oh, two times as quick as they're moving today. So I don't know what's causing the slowdown, but I need you to stop it. Do I know anything about, like, I don't work on the line, but do I, have I heard people complaining that something's not working or? Um, go ahead and make. Make a perception check, but instead of wisdom-based, this is going to be charisma-based. I do declare. Make a perception check. I do declare. If I'm proficient with perception. So if you're basically, basically this is just, if you're proficient with perception, still add your proficiency bonus, but you're going to use your charisma bonus instead of your wisdom bonus. I got a nine. A nine. Yeah. Not anything you've heard of. Okay. Um, Um... have I heard about the line slow 
down just in general. So that that was that was the first that would have okay. been the same role would have gotten you that information. Um, um, can I go find my boss? Sure. That was day one. That, yeah. We can return to date. We can return to the to the twenty first. Um, in in a minute. But yeah, yeah, you can go find your direct supervisor, uh, Disa. Um, hey. Disa, I overheard some of the line workers talking about how the machines were working slow today. Is there something we need to fix? Make a persuasion check. Nineteen. Nineteen. Nothing wrong with any of the machines. Workers are... uh, acting up oh i was just really hoping there was something that i could fix like i really want to work on one of the big machines i appreciate your uh interest in doing your job well just focus on the works on the work that we have here in our department let the uh let the folks over on the line manage the uh the workers over there okay well let me know if one of the machines is actually acting up, because I, uh, I want to see how it works. All right, Leslie. All right. <laughs> Very um, excited. Um, the other day. Yes. Which we got a twenty-two on. Yes. Um, this is the twenty-first, the day before your new day. Um. As you're walking by, you hear um, what do you mean? I'm expected to Yes, I I I understand. I'm just I'm a little confused. I don't I mean we've been meeting you know, we, we've been we've been meeting our deadlines here, and um, you know, I I mean, if I, I don't understand how the company being short is my my fault. We are meeting our deadlines. You know, that's what you get. Okay. Interesting. Um, I don't know if anybody else would spend the 10th day, the day off, snooping around the headquarters, but that's what I am also going to do besides go get my forgery kit. Okay. Is anybody else doing snooping around the headquarters on that day? Um, Because I know there were a couple other people interested in possibly snooping around the headquarters. Bowman would be. Bowman would be. Artemis? Is that something oh, you is that, is that when we're going? No, it could be. The three before. of you could coordinate to meet up together to do that. Yeah. That was on the 19th or the 20th? 20th. That would have been 20th. on the 20th. The, the, the snooping around the headquarters would have been on the 20th. I just want to go talk to people. Okay. So it oh, sounds I like several... I think, yeah, Bowman and Artemis were going to go at night. Oh, right. right, right, right. I yeah. think... Octavia was going to try and get like a janitor's uniform from the paper if they use the same service as the. Uh, oh, okay. So Octavia was going to look into that. Okay. Yeah, for Nick's. 
Right. Okay. Um, yes. So uh, Bowman and Artemis are going, at, in some evening, they're going to go snoop around the area outside of the corporate offices. Nix wants to go kind of probably during the day, right? And start and yeah. talk to people in the area. And then Octavia is looking into some uniform information. Um, okay, great. Uh, uh, as a quick pause on all your plans, of course, Payday does roll around. Oh, um, Payday? Money, yes. money, money. So, um, Nix and Bowman, uh, uh, of course, get, you are the poorest of the group, so you get the saddest paychecks. Um, Nix, uh, 10 talents. Bowman, you skipped a day of work. You get eight talents and five shards. Um, shards are silver, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Penny, um, you, of course, get 25 talents after deducting your share of the bills. Um, Octavia, 200 talents uh, for your paycheck. And now we come to Artemis. Now, Artemis, you have been attempting to do a better job at your actual job. Um, so we're going to see how well that paid off. So what I need you to do for me, Artemis, Ooh. is I need you to roll a D100 for me. Oh, yes. Use the shiny ones. Uh, 53. 53. All right. Um, and then we're going to add to that a, a bonus based on your attempts to, um, your attempts to set, to sell this. Now we're going to do this bonus a little bit differently than how the DMs guy typically would, uh, uh, adjudicate this. Um, could you make a persuasion check for me? Oh, heck um, yeah. Uh, persuasion is plus eight, 27. 27. So we're going to add that to the 53, I think you said you got? Yeah. So that brings it all the way up to an 80 total, I believe, if I'm doing my math right. Um, yes. You rich son of a bitch. Uh, on, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> on the... I did tell my brother to fuck off last time. <laughs> on the day of the um, 20th, when you get it, when you first wake up in the morning, uh, you, uh, the hotel um, delivers a letter to you. Um, and you open it up. There's money inside. Um it is not the full amount of what you used to get for your allowance, but it is an improvement. Uh, you get 200 talents. What did he used to get? The full amount of what he used to get or what he got last time? No, what did, the full amount of what he used to get. Uh, Artemis, uh, is that information you would like to share with the group or no? <laughs> I'm just real nosy. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> So 200 talents. I mean, we wouldn't even know what he's getting paid That's as true. of right now, so. It was probably over 500. Probably. Um, 
you get 200 talents and a letter from your brother. It says, um, Ah, I knew you had it in you, brother dear. Oh, Artie, if only you had shown that much effort back at home. Perhaps you would be in a true uh, position of nobility. But nevertheless, I do have to support good behavior, even if your attitude towards me is perhaps chillier than is called for. I've increased your allowance closer to what it used to be. Perhaps if you keep up the good work, you'll even get a raise. Your dear brother, Dagrin. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> well, um, great. We'll tuck it away in a drawer. Okay. That's his filing system. He's got a drawer. Great. He's not going to burn it this time? No, not this time. He's going to um, stare at it for a long while. Uh, excellent. Um, okay, so uh, on your day off, Nyx, you're going to check out the area around the building. You're going to try to talk to people and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um... Go ahead and make a persuasion check for me, I guess, if you're if you're you know talking to people about the building. Twelve. Twelve. Uh okay. Um yeah, you spend a little bit of time um walking around the uh, walking around the building, uh the Twelve. Um, you don't get a whole lot of super useful information. Uh, day ten is most people's day off, so most of the people you see on the street in this area don't work in this area of the city. They're like walking to or from like interesting things to do on their days off. Um, but um. Uh, uh, that being said, I will say that you do learn, um, you do learn from somebody that the building to the left, Bloodkeep Corporate Offices, is a, uh, general use office complex, meaning that multiple companies and businesses rent, rent out parts of that building, but no one company controls the entire building. But you don't get much more interesting than that with a 12 persuasion. Do I notice like where people are coming in and out of? If there's like a secret back entrance, like a staff only entrance for people to take corporate offices specifically, or yeah. just um the building does seem mostly empty, uh, but you do see uh how long like Around what time do you arrive and how long do you hang around in the area? I'm going to say I bought my forgery kit on my day off, too. Um, so I went there probably in the morning and then walked 
to where Blood Keith is. So it's probably like, I'll stick around for a few hours from like noon to three. Noon to three, okay. So not really prime time, but maybe a shift change for like maintenance. Okay. Um, yeah, you do see on, um, you do see very briefly, you see somebody leaving the building in like some dirty and stained like worker clothes with, uh, uh, with some uh, overalls on uh, uh, heading out of the back side of the building. There's like a small door around the back side of the building. Like there's sort of an alley behind the building, like with the, you know, with trash pickup and that sort of thing. Um, and, uh, and sort of a guy in like, you know, a stained, uh, stained shirt and overalls, uh, uh, you know, putting a little cap on his head and pulling on uh, a winter coat um, with, it's a little threadbare, um, you know, he doesn't look super wealthy, uh, uh, leaving, leaving the building out the backside. But you didn't see any activity going in and out the front. Um, no security changes. As far as you saw. Um, and do I hear any troll-like noises coming from the building? Uh, no, you do. Okay. Are trolls nocturnal? <clears throat> this one is. Maybe. Um, who knows? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, but who knows? Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, okay. Uh, and then Artemis and Bowman are going at night that day. Um, so the two of you meet up and you begin wandering around the outside. What specifically are, yes. Uh, Bowman wanted to do a couple things before that. Sure, go for it. Uh, so immediately leaving Janara's, Bowman wanted to so rewinding on... to the 18th. Yes. Okay. Uh, Bowman wanted to check on Stu, who was sick the day, that day. Yes, correct. Um, yeah, you find um your your acquaintance uh, uh, or friend. Um, I, I don't know how Bowman would describe him closest thing to a friend the closest thing he has to a friend uh uh you you yeah he's staying in like a you know kind of a um a pretty you know a pretty shitty tenement style housing um as a lot of the people you know do um but you you're let in through this like these crowded hallways into into Literally, some of some of the quote unquote apartments in this tenement are literally just like hallways that people have like shoved beds into, um, and so it's difficult for you to get by in, in a few places, um, especially with your larger frame. Um, but you do eventually find uh, uh, where Stu is is sort of holed up, which is um, uh, as you enter, you think this room was probably a closet at some point. Um, but uh, Stu has shoved a bed into it. Uh, you see it peeking out from underneath the bed is, uh, you know, uh, sort of a, a chest and uh, 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 and you see like, a, you know, a shirt sleeve hanging out of the chest. And um, he's got like a, a small, like, um, you know, uh, 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 there's sort of a communal ki kitchen um, 
um, on this floor that several of the apartments share. Um, but he's got he's got like a very small shelving unit on which he shoved like some uh, really beat up like metal dishes. Um, and Stu is sort of lay, is 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 uh, is sitting uh, on his bed, and he's got um, sort of uh, a, a, a like a wet cloth um, across the back of his neck, and he's uh, he's uh, coughing again when you come in. Just <laughs> uh, and he spits into a you know into a, a chamber pot, and you see you see blood. Uh, again. Uh, <coughs> Bowman, uh, what brings you here? I, uh, I came to check on you. I uh, was worried that you may have uh, not gotten any better. It uh, seems like you're not doing much better than earlier. Well, I mean, you know, <coughs> only been a <coughs> couple hours since I saw you last. Mm. Um, well, uh, uh, and Bowman's gonna walk in, shut the door behind him. Um, <clears throat> just get some rest. Um, maybe I could, I don't know, take a cold cloth and you know, rub your back. Maybe to, to relax you to sleep. Make a frustration check for me. <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I'm trying to do something very sneakily. No, I, I, I think I know what you're trying to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, my God. Why is my persuasion so high? That was a non-natural 20. Because you're a paladin. Yes. That's why your Bo persuasion's so Bowman high. Bowman is a very coarse person, though. <laughs> That's true. Um, uh, that was a non-nat 20. Okay. <laughs> <You know. laughs> that might be kind of nice. Uh, thanks, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, so he's going to place uh bowman's going to place his hand you know with a cloth and uh do lay on hands yeah. uh uh yeah lay on hands yeah so. he he sort of turns and, and does this sort of thing in his pillow and and you very um sneakily cast uh, uh spend five points of lay on hands which cures diseases yes um as you do so his his breathing immediately starts getting steadier he's like Oh my god, uh, Magic. uh, thanks, <laughs> I guess I just needed, I don't know, uh, I feel a lot better, um, well, good, because I was kind of tired of carrying your weight and everything, and, you know, you know, Darnick is not really, you know, big enough, you're the, you know, the second biggest person there, so, Next to me, of course. <laughs> Are you getting my cough now? Um, no, 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 it's just um, uh, allergies in the middle of winter, you know. Snow pollen. Um, thanks, Bowman. I, I, I don't, I don't know why, but um, I, I do, I do feel a lot better. Uh, then he's just gonna go home and then work the next day. Home. Yes, home. Uh, he's gonna go home, work the next day, and then after work on the 19th, right? Mm -hmm. He's gonna go find Artemis. And yeah. so, because he knows where you live now. Uh, 
uh, <laughs> Artemis, I have a, I have a uh, plan for us. I have a plan for our day of fun. <laughs> Who is it? Sorry. This is probably like very early in the morning because moment is. Uh, I just oh, no, went to bed. Yeah, uh, it's late. It's late in the evening. We need to find snacks. Late in the evening, Artemis isn't home. <laughs> oh right, that's right. Uh, you show up at the hotel inquiring about Artemis, um, and they're like, "Ah, yes, uh, Master Brightshield um, often spends his." Evenings involved in revelries of sorts. Ah. Um, Where he... is this bar called Reverie? <laughs> uh, no, uh, it, never mind. Um, he uh, uh, he doesn't always, uh, you know, he doesn't tell us at the front desk where he's going every evening when he heads out. Um, but uh, uh, he has uh, many an evening spoken of some of his favorite uh, bars and taverns. Um, uh, I think his particular favorite is the Yawning Portal. Ah, uh, uh, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, I'll go. I'll, I'll go check it out. Of course, happy to uh, <laughs> provide you with the information. Uh, Bowman's just going to slowly place his gigantic hand on this <laughs> You yeah, thank you very much. Have a good day, sir. <laughs> so Bowman's gonna, gonna go to the young portal. <laughs> uh yes, uh, uh you make your way there. Um Artemis, do you think you're at that bar, or do you think you're somewhere else? Probably. He's been spending the last couple of days, you know, being fabulous. Sure. And making sure everyone has a good time. In general, during the day, he has been trying out a couple new bars and taverns. Again, promoting Brightfield Vintage where possible. Um, but find one and just kind of sit and listen for a little bit. Specifically listening for stories of adventurers or heroes from the last few years. Because hmm. um, he's noticed something. Sure. He's got make, a a make a perception check. Oh, I should have my perception pulled up. Um, that is going to be um, math, 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 math. 16. 16. Um, yeah. Uh, 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 Nearly, uh, the, the only adventurers that most anybody seems to know about are, um, the last adventurers, uh, uh, a very famous adventuring party, um, Waterdeep based, though sure. they are, um, rarely in the city. Um, they are called the last adventurers because of course adventurers are a extremely rare breed of you, you know of person in the modern day and age uh with industrialization mechanization all that good stuff adventurers are much less common than they used to be um do i 
do I find the the reason for that is the is the technological advancements and not like policy or anything? Make actually make a history check for me. Ooh. Ooh. All right. All right. Let me say ooh one more time. Uh, 18. Not bad. Um, it's not a specific, there's no specific anti-adventurer policy, though obviously as laws and regulations have become more codified, becoming an adventurer whose lifestyle is all about, you know, shirking rules and regulations um, is harder certainly than it used to be. But there's no specific anti-adventure policy. But you do know with an 18 in, his, in history that adventurers becoming less common is not only because of increased industrialization and mechanization, but also because of the foundation of the Sword Coast Federation period. Mm -hmm. um, hundreds of years ago, uh, the Sword Coast went through a period of, of several years in which a number of cataclysmic, um, possibly world-ending events happened in very close, like ve very shortly after each other. And this is, af this, is, this is after a bunch of other similar time periods where a bunch of crazy shit happened within a very short time period. But in particular... Um, there was a period of time uh, in the late 1400s DR, um, Dale Reckoning, which is the dating system that um, sure. that's used in the Sword Coast. Um, in the late 1400s DR, there was a period of time where, over the course of several years, um, multiple possibly world-ending cataclysm cataclysms um, occurred. And the only thing that stopped any of those cataclysms were by the sheer, by sheer luck, the intervention of adventurers. Um, I would say with an 18, you don't know enough to, to, to know specifically what some of those cataclysms were. But you do know that out of this very um, turbulent time period, the uh, uh, leaders of the Sword Coast, which at the time was mo was divided up into a bunch of city-states, um, many of the leaders of the Sword Coast who had been in an informal coalition with each other at the time um, decided that, hey, next time we may not be so lucky to have adventurers come in and save the world. What if instead we formed a powerful, unified nation-state and built a real army that could handle this shit when it comes up. And so over, you know, an extremely long period of time, again, that was the late 1400s DR, and it's now the late 1900s DR. Mm -hmm. It's almost the year 2000 DR. Um... Over an extremely long period of time, adventures became less and less common because um, the Sword Coast Federation, which was the government that came out of this, um, 
had more mechanisms in place for handling shit when it came up. Got it. I didn't have to rely on adventures all the time. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. But anyway, to loop back around to what your original perception check was looking for, um, so the the last adventurers are the only really well-known adventuring party to mo- for most people in Waterdeep. Um, and among certain circles, I would say particularly middle-class and upper-class people, it is known that um, two of the last adventurers are married to each other and have a very, very fine manor estate. Uh, the Darlings um, have a very, very fine manor estate in um, in the Seaward, um, which you've been there. Um, and that they have a, a daughter that will sometimes um, do favors in the name of her parents for people if you're able to plead your case um, well enough. Though, um, make an insight check for me. Um, Twelve. Twelve. So, uh, you don't, you don't get uh, uh, you know, you don't really get a sense of how likely it is that this daughter, Janara, is to actually to actually do these favors, but it is known that you can, that some people have asked her for favors um, because she's related to her parents. So, no. That's sort of what Arnis is doing during the day, but at night he does retire to the yawning portal. Yeah, yeah, going back to his old haunts, um, rousing the folks, helping them forget about their um, troubles. Probably in the midst of one of his uh, top songs right now, "The Water Deep Man." Great, great. Yes. So Bowman, you you enter the yawning portal. Uh, Bowman, um, I think this is probably your first time visiting this establishment. Um, it is right at the border of three different wards of the city, the Castle Ward, the Trades Ward, and the Dock Ward where you live. So because of its location, it does have customers from many different walks of life in there at any one time. But as you enter this bar, 
Um, it's a three-story establishment, though, as you enter, looking up the second and third floors, which are, you know, have open balconies to the first floor, are dark. There's nobody up there. There's no sound coming from up there. First floor is brightly lit, though, and bustling with all sorts of different people. There's many, many different tables, and there's a very, very long bar and lots of drinks. And in the center of the room is a section of floor that is a different... Uh, uh, different from the rest of the floor. Most of the rest of the floor is, you know, hardwood. And the um, the center of the of the room is brick. There's a circular section of brick um, in the very center of the room. And standing in that area, performing a song for the residents of the bar who are cheering and and laughing and dancing and and drinking and clapping along with the music, and uh, uh, is is Artemis performing um, performing a song for for this crowd? Who I think at this time of the evening is probably lower middle class and poor folks. There's I would say there's probably very few wealthy folks in this tavern at this time of the evening, um, except Artemis. Um, Bowman walks in and he's gonna let Artemis finish his you know his song because oh, uh -huh. he doesn't want to be rude and interrupt sure sure um great uh Artemis make a just for the hell of it make a performance check for me oh man two it's a ten it's not bad uh it's not your best work though yeah. Uh, uh, the audience... We've been drinking. You've been drinking. The audience doesn't seem to care as much. Uh, Bowman, you've actually heard Artemis sing several times, and, you know, you can tell he's, uh, he's a little off his game, probably from drinking. Mm. Um, but still, the people in the bar seem to be having a good time. Artemis seems to be having a good time. Great time. Uh, Bowman's going to approach Artemis and just say, Artemis! There you are. found you. This is the fifth bar I've walked into. You know, they don't really map these out very well. Oh, no, no, you just kind of stumble from one to the other. Here, I'll get you something. I'll get you something. No, but wait, wait. I, 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 I would get him a drink. Great. Yeah, you go up to the bar. Uh, he go, seems oh, like an ale person. I don't agree, but give him an ale. Great. Uh, uh, thank, thanks. Uh, chugs it back. Um, <clears throat> anyways. Uh, we need... Okay, whatever. I... Are you okay? I trust you, and I want to... Oh my god, it's happening. I, I want to go see snacks. You know, that person... They have, like, peanuts at the bar. <laughs> no, 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 but maybe later. Um, no, Freedom mentioned snacks has probably can help us with some magical dark mark uh, black markets oh, what, yeah, what, sure. what's sure. with what's with your nose <laughs> I don't, i've seen someone do it before just to, <laughs> i don't know oh yeah we can okay. we can totally handle that right now yeah no let's totally do it but first can i get a shot of whiskey here <laughs> just bake for a yeah. shot a shot two sure Great. Uh, yeah, you get a couple shots of whiskey. 
I'll count that as part of your, you know, uh, 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 weekly um, living expenses. So, because we don't necessarily need to go into the minutia of what a single shot of whiskey costs. Um, but you knock back a couple, you each knock back, knock back a shot of whiskey. Are you going to look for a snack right now? Yes. Uh, uh, this evening? Great. Yes. Great. You? I love this color on you, Bowman. Let's go. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, you head out uh, uh, in, towards the Undercliff Ward, um, where, uh, to the address with the letter of introduction that Freedom provided you. Um, yes, uh, uh, you eventually uh, arrive to the address, uh, uh, which is a pawn shop called The Dusty Antique. Um, the Dusty Antique is a pretty run-down building. Um, the windows, uh, you know, at, at the at the front um, edifice are are very like foggy with just they're they're dirty and grimy. You, you know, it's kind of hard to see through them. It's also kind of hard to see through them because the dark the shop is dark. The shop is closed. It's, it's night. Um, but uh, uh, there is a second floor above the shop. So that would lead you to believe that the owner might live in an apartment above. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess Bowman's gonna investigate, see if he can find like stairs, like a separate stairs going up on the yeah, outside. Yeah, make an investigation check. Uh, investigation that was a 14. Uh, you don't find any stairs on the exterior of the building. Hmm. Doing here. Um, well, we could go through the window. If we can probably open it up or something. What time is it? Uh, it's... How long would it take us to get from the... Uh, I mean, it's not like I'd say probably 10 o'clock at this point. Okay. By the time you found Artemis and then made it across town to here. Uh, Bowman's just going to knock on the door. We'll pound on the door. Okay. Uh, and just see if anything happens. Um, yeah. Uh, roll an athletics check to see how loudly you can knock on the door without breaking it. As an 18. Pretty good. Uh, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, a really solid noise. Uh, somebody on the street that's walking by, a little tipsy, just, oh, oh Jesus. All right. Oh, keeps sorry. Walking, uh, keeps walking by, brown paper bag, whole deal. Um, eventually, uh, uh, there's a, a there's noise inside. Door opens, just a crack. <laughs> you hear, like, chain of, 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 of a lock on the door, like, catches the door opens, just a crack. Uh, and you have to look down uh, uh, to see a, a, you know, a glowing yellow uh, uh, eye peeking out from the crack. Uh, all right, cool the hells. Who in the nine hells is bothering me at this time of night? I, um... Uh... Oh, no, we lost Artemis. 
oh no what is bowman gonna do (laughs) join us next time on the (laughs) the gilded city (laughs) oh should we wait um no we'll we'll keep going yeah i think it's a wi-fi issue so it might take him a minute to, to to get that fixed but go ahead and say what what you would have said um i i would have said uh we're looking for a uh a uh, fellow by the name Snacks. Yeah, you're looking at Snack. There's no S at the end. It's just Snack. Singular. Oh, sorry. Uh, snack. What, what can I... Yeah, you're looking at it. What can I do for you? Uh, we um, heard that you are good at procuring um, magical items or enchanting, possibly. Well, I don't know who told you that, because... Uh, that's illegal with our license. And I, of course, uh, you know, I, I, I don't have any money for that kind of license. You see my shop? Uh, 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 Bowman's going to, uh, show him the letter of in- introduction from kind of, Freedom. Like, pass a little letter of introduction to make it crack. It takes a second. <sighs> all right, all right, you freedom Tell me before she sends people down here. Yeah, all right. Stand back. Close the door. You hear several locks getting undone. Then door opens. All right, come inside. Come inside. Quickly, quickly. Get off the street, both you. Oh, God. Which guy with you, really? All right. <laughs> uh, closes the door behind you. Locks multiple locks. Uh, you see a, uh, you see a goblin, uh, uh, individual, a, a goblin gentleman in front of you. He, uh, looks, um, he, he looks pretty old, um, you know, sort of hunched over. He's got, uh, uh, you know, his hair is, 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 is short and gray. He's got a very, very thick pair of glasses on. Um, he's got, you know, uh, glowing green, glowing yellow eyes behind these thick glasses. A uh, standard, like, goblin type eyes. Um, you know, technically, I know in the Forgotten Realms, goblins don't have green skin, but that seems crazy to me. So he's got <laughs> green skin. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, uh, uh, and as you glance about his, his his shop, the, the dusty antique. Um, you see just the whole room is filled with like tables and shelves sort of uh, buckling under the weight of many, many, many just, I mean, it looks like a bunch of garbage, right? But it's it's a bunch of antiques um, uh, uh, laid out on tables and shelves throughout the room. But he, he sort of, all right, follow me, follow me. And he leads you around to the back where there's sort of a, a counter and uh, the counter's too tall for him, but he goes behind it, and then you hear him climbing up something, uh, and suddenly he's he's back. He's at uh, he's at threat height um, to 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 speak with both of you over the counter. So freedom found a bunch of new people for a little idealistic crusade, huh? Mm, I guess so. All right, Eric. All right, well, look at here. All right. Because you're friends of freedom, I will trust you enough to not cause me any trouble. 
but that doesn't that doesn't mean it doesn't mean that I'm gonna just sell you or give away my special products willy nilly. All right, and he sort of uh, he sort of like is 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 sort of like gesturing at you with the letter of introduction like in his hand. Um, look, I. You may, you may have done whatever you need to do to prove yourselves uh, worth freedom's time, but that doesn't mean you're worth my time, okay? I gotta make sure that the people I'm giving my shit to aren't gonna use it to fuck me over. Or fuck the, or fuck the other people, frankly, fuck the other people in this ward over, okay? We got enough problems as it's. Oh man, I don't think he likes us. What are you talking about? I think he loves I us. can hear you. Oh. He, see these? My ears are longer and pointier than yours, elf boy. Sorry, I cast message. <laughs> the bowman. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking for here? Bowman's going to go, Artemis, we're right here. We, you don't need to talk to me in my head. All right, all right, all right. What are we look. looking for here? <laughs> look, 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 look. Look, look. I'm not... Not saying I won't help, I won't sell you shit. It's just there's a lot going on, and I feel a lot better if you, uh, you two, uh, anybody else with you, you know, prove yourselves to me, okay? Like I don't know you. Why? Why am I trusting you? What do you suggest that we do to prove anything? Well, you look pretty strong, and uh, he looks. Fabulous, fantastic. Beautiful. Well, you look Charming. pretty strong. Maybe you can help out with a little problem we have, we've been having uh, around here. Mm. Um, not me, much of a problem solver. Well, uh, you, this might be a problem you might be suited for. Um, me and some of my, uh, you know, uh, here in the Undercliff Ward, <laughs> what ward do you guys live in? Dock Ward. Um, yes. Right. Dock Ward. Well, over the Dock Ward, I know we have got, you know, organized crime syndicates kind of running the show around there. I heard the uh, Dockside Daggers is sort of, sort of run the, uh, run pretty much all the criminal enterprises in that part of town. Yeah, they haven't bothered me too much personally. But then again, I don't really carry anything that would want. Well, in the Undercliff Ward, it's all about independent business, all right? We don't, there's no organized crime here. We all leave each other alone and let ourselves do our things. There's no, like, overarching criminal, like, syndicate shit like they got, you know, over in other parts of the city. We all kind of do our own thing. Uh, Recently, there's been this real fucking asshole. They calls himself the Brute. Name's Arnold Hathaway. Uh, he's been uh, Hathaway. He's been uh, he's been sort of uh, causing trouble for a lot of the businesses around here, trying to get them to work for him. And mm. at first, everybody just fucking laughed it off because like. 
Yeah, fucking right, dude. Like, we do our own thing around here. This isn't, you know, we, we ain't the dock ward. We ain't the south ward. We, you know, and you're, and you're, and you're not Vinny. You don't get to roll up into somebody else's business and tell them what to do. Yeah. But then people who told him no, they weren't going to submit to his rule, found their businesses raided by the cops. Shut down. Huh. And so suddenly started, people started paying tribute to this fucking asshole. Who, frankly, I, I you know, he, he's clearly in this for personal, like, power, right? He doesn't, he, a lot of us in this part of town, we're in it because, for various reasons, but mostly, you know, we're just kind of in it for, like, just to just to make sure we can make it, you know, it, this guy, he's all about abusing his position and his power and stuff. I mean, anyway, he's been causing all sorts of trouble and we, to be honest with you, I did something that Freedom would be kind of mad at me about, but I, I didn't know what else I was supposed to do. Freedom wasn't around here. And freedom, and you know, I couldn't ask freedom to get the dockside daggers involved. I, and even if I could, I didn't. I don't. I don't fucking want Vinny and his folks in this part of town. They need to stay over in their part of town. Yeah, they are. Sits down on the floor, and it's just. <laughs> they are fucking assholes. Those daggers. Well. Uh... So anyway, I Hathaway's Hathaway came by. He knew my name magic shit he he wanted something and i said no and then uh he roughed me up a little and threatened to tell the police about me and you know the rumors of what happens to magically inclined folks get reported to the cops are pretty scary watchful order i hear is uh None too pleasant. So I, uh, I made him a, uh, uh, I enchanted, uh, Hathaway's <clears throat> a pair of brass knuckles. Hmm. And the way I hear it, he's become even more threatening since then. Um, I know freedom has these big plans of taking down the ruling class of the city or whatever. And uh, obviously that'd be great. But it, I mean, there's enough shit going on here at the low level too. Look, if you, if you, if you and your friends can show me that you care enough about this corner of the city, then I, by removing Hathaway, um, I will be obliged and, and will be happy to make friends enchanted items or sell you enchanted items that I've already made. Hmm. Well, this guy does seem like an asshole. 
I'm fine with killing him. Well, if that's something you're willing to look into, he uh, operates out of a out of a, a bar called the Laughing Manticore. Mm. Gambling den on the uh, gam- the bars on the first floor. Gambling den, gambling den, and fight and an illegal fight pit underneath. <laughs> nice. What I hear. Ooh, that sounds fun. Are we going to go there next? Oh, if we have time. Okay. Everything's spinning. Don't usually have whiskey. This guy's <laughs> this guy's pretty dangerous. I I your friend over here looks like he's uh, maybe a few too many drinks in it. I got it. I got it. Don't worry about I, me, Buckaroo. And honestly, you don't look like real good backup. So I, I don't know. Hey. I just be careful if you do try to go against it, but um, if you're successful, I mean, I, I, I am the rest of the, uh, uh, you know, independent uh, folks here in this part of town will be able to get to. Maybe we will not do this tonight, but you have my word, we'll take care of him. Well, I was about to fucking go to bed before you two started pounding on my door. So, if you could show yourselves out, I'd be much appreciated. Mm. All right. Well, uh, I guess that's all we can do today, Artemis. Let's um, let's go. Let's go somewhere else. Yes, please. Good night. Night salutations. Night, pretty boy. And we walk out. What? I don't remember. Where are we going? What's you next? um, you you seem like you're pretty wasted. Let's 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 get you back to the, let's get you back to your apartment. I'm good. I'm good. But I'm holding on to Bowman. <laughs> uh, Bowman's gonna with. Uh, just kind of throw him over his shoulder and just walk walk back to the, the maiden's gaze. Yeah, it takes quite a while to get there from this part of town, but you do eventually make it to the sword maiden's gaze. Uh, back to Artemis's room. Mm, great. This is my bed, although I could take the couch if you want. Mm, I'll just sit on the couch. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Good night. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, you two call it a night. Um, so I know the next day was the day the two of you were going to scout out the area, but in the evening, was there anything else either of you wanted to do before you went looking around um, the Bloodkeep Textile offices at night? Nope. Sleep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll have both of you then, or both of you can make an investigation check, or one of you can make an investigation check with advantage uh, when you go to that area of the city the next evening. Uh, do you have any bonuses for uh, investigation? Well, I got plus three. All right. I got no bonuses, so you can just All right. advantage. Um, 16. 16. All right. Um. Yeah, you look around for a little while. Um, 
So uh, yeah, you learn a couple. You learn a couple things. Um, the building to the left of Bugby corporate offices, which uh, I, I already told uh, Nick, but uh, this is a general use office complex, on with multiple smaller companies and businesses um, renting out parts of the building for uh, for their offices. Um, sorry. Real close there to the camera there for a second. Um, <laughs> it was nice. Uh, 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 so renting out parts of the building for their individual offices. Um, and so because of that, lots and lots of different people um, move in and out of that building um, on any given day. Um, it This building is taller than the Blood Keith corporate offices building. Um, By about how much? Two stories. Okay. Um, and then there's about a fifth, there's like a 15-foot a, a gap in between the two buildings um, for uh, uh, access to behind those buildings, sort of an alley. Um, to the right of the Blood Keith corporate offices is a um, an office building, uh, which is it takes you a little while to figure out what the deal is with this building uh, uh, going around the outside. But this is the building of a lobbyist firm representing the powerful Lumberers Guild um, with the government of the city of Waterdeep. Um, you just walking around, the two of you walking around in this part of town, do notice there are quite a few police officers um, patrolling this part of the city. Um, none of them give you particularly um, too much of a look because Artemis, again, you're, you're wealthy. Uh, so while Bowman um, on his own, being a poorer individual, might draw a few gazes, especially in this part of town, especially at night. Um, because he's with you, Artemis, nobody seems to pay you too much mind, but you do note that there are, there's a, um, a decent police presence in, in this part of uh, the city. Mm -hmm. Um... Around the back of the building is uh, is a back entrance to the corporate offices, as well as a um, a loading dock um, area. That's what we gotta check out. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously closed and shuttered for the evening, but um, that's the back side of the building. Um, that's general area around the building, but if either of you have any specific things you would be looking for or questions you would like to ask, feel free. Uh, I may call for additional roles based on the questions, but, um. Uh, do we notice any lights on in the building at night or is it all just... Make a perception check. Perception, 15. Uh, you notice one or two lights on in, like, the back side of the first floor. Um, no lights on anywhere else that you can tell. Uh, 
Uh, Artemis. Uh, <clears throat> Artemis. How would you... Mm, what? Mm, do you think it might be a good idea if I cast invisibility and start client scaling the side of the building to investigate a little bit more? Okay, can you climb that high? I don't know. I mean, uh, sure, if you start to fall, uh, don't be invisible anymore. And you do, you want me to, do, do you want me to come with you? Um, if we both yes, fall. I will catch you. Oh, okay. Don't look so surprised. Okay, I just have like two hundred pounds on you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, I'm... let's let's go around back and see if we can scale some walls. Let's do it. Uh, I'm gonna cast invisibility. I will uh, also cast invisibility. Great. All right, the two of you are trying some to- Some invisible boys. Yeah, the two of yeah. If the, if the invisible boys are trying to scale the exterior of the building, I am going to need athletics checks from both of you. There is a- Roman, don't get too far away from me. There is an old, like, there's like a, a you know, there is a fire escape mechanism on the outside of the building, but you do have to climb up like a full story before you can get there because the ladder is all the way up. Um, so athletics checks for both of you. Uh, how bad would it be if I, if I rolled with disadvantage of me holding on to, like holding on to Artemis? Well, you both went invisible and unless Artemis would, would is that something Artemis would just Get off. I've got this. I've got this. Don't worry. Okay, okay. So just roll a straight athletics check. Artemis is 13. 13. Uh, uh, 21. 21. Um, you only Almost have to, as good as me. Yeah, you only have to climb up about 10, 15 feet. Uh, 13 will be good enough, though, Artemis, you are... <laughs> Panting by the time you two clamber up onto the uh, fire escape. Oh, make it stop, make it stop, make it stop, make it stop. Artemis, quiet. Sorry. Make it stop, make it stop, make it stop. Um, are the two of you continuing upward? Uh, yeah, just, inv- uh, just peering into windows. Great, and... yeah. Uh, do we want to get in? Uh, maybe not in, but just kind of seeing what's in there. Okay. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I'll have both of you make perception checks for me as you peer into windows, making your way up to the top of the building. This can only go well. 17. Nice. Uh, 10? Uh, Artemis, you don't notice anything. It's, oh, you know. Six. Oh, you really don't notice anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you're, you're, you like peer through. Sweat in my eye. Peering through the windows, but you're too tired. You're complaining. You're having a, like a hard time focusing. Um, Bowman, you, uh, you do peer in some of the windows. So, um, yeah, you're up on the second floor. Um, the you know peering through the windows into uh, uh, the area back here. Um, fire escape. Uh, uh, back on this part of the building does seem to be in sort of a general um, hallway area uh, and nothing super of note to see there, but you continue up to the um, yeah, you know, it's just a hallway. You don't really see anything. Uh, like a couple, couple, couple other doorways, but. There's a fire escape? That's what you're on right now. Oh, thank God. Yeah. 
Yeah, that 13, <laughs> that 13 wasn't going to get you to the top of the building. We're, that 13 got you onto the fire escape. Just straight up Spider-Man, just like... Yeah. Uh, no. Right. Uh, uh, but you continue up to the third floor of the building, peering through the windows. Um, and Bowman, you do see a, uh, a fancy office um, through the windows here. Lar- a large fancy office. Um, through the windows, uh, with, you see, um, on, on one wall, a large, like, floor-to-ceiling, wall-to-wall, uh, shelving unit with books and, um, you know, little art pieces and that sort of thing, and a, and a big desk, and you see, um, you do see, you do spot a couple of, uh, of, of, um, well-preserved suits of antique armor on display in this office. Um, what, okay, the window that I'm peering into is just a one big pane or, uh, or is it like a, like, is it like a, like I can like lift it up and then possibly go inside? Um, it, you believe this, there, you believe there is a way to open this window because it's in line with the fire escape. And so basically if there were a fire, right, this would you know, somebody would be leaving out through that window. Uh, but with that being said, there's no obvious external mechanism. It might be a window that like pops up, pops up and out like at a diagonal, but you're not sure. Okay. Um, could figure this out. Not with a 17. Yeah. Can I roll investigation to try to find where the locking mechanism is or should i just leave uh, it as is if you'd like you can make an investigation check it might get you a little bit more information um I, i'm trying to, i want to break it the locking mechanism do you do you want me to just get inside and then i can jam it or something oh i'm pretty sure you're good at jamming things um ooh. Uh, investigation, uh, that would be a 19. 19. Um, that's pretty good. Uh, not quite good enough. You, you can't find, um, you, you just can't, you can't find where, you know, what keeps the window open, where the crank is, you know, all that stuff. So, gotcha. Okay. Uh, you can continue the rest of the way up to the roof if you would like, um, or you can call it. Uh, Artemis, what do you feel like doing? Going Let's check out the roof. Yeah, All right. I'm good. Great. We still got invisibility for a decent amount of time. Yeah, y'all still have a while. Uh, yeah, you make it up to the roof. Um, yeah, you look around up there. As we're as we're going, as we are two just just two voices <laughs> on the wind, climbing the side of a building. I say, hey, out of uh, curiosity. Uh, why do you have a dragon? What? In the pocket. Inside of your jacket. You said it wasn't for me. No, um... To remember a life that has been lost. I guess. Like a, a friend? Sure. A friend. Hmm. Does that More make like sense? Well, I guess I can trust you to an extent. I'm from Cormier. Oh, 
Well, me too. So, yeah. two Cormirian invisible guys climbing a staircase. You are still climbing, right? You're still behind me. Ah, uh, you think I'm behind you? Okay. Oh shit! Sorry. That's cool. Fun. There are a lot of us around that I've. Fa- oh, sorry, tripped. There are a lot of us around that I've found. No, um, the Sword Coast Federation did a good job at that. <laughs> Certainly did. All right, well, <clears throat> I was just curious, you know, it's not really a symbol you see every day. Not, not yet. No? And Bowen's just going to yep. walk on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you make it to the roof of the building. Um... Looking around, you uh, uh, do find there does seem to be a roof access hatch, which goes somewhere inside the building. Uh, but it is locked. Cool. Well, good to know, just in case we need to make an escape. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, there's just the one. Is there anything else on the roof, places, balconies below? Uh, make a perception check. Um, 12, I believe. 12. Um, the only thing you really note is the building to the right, which is the lobbyist firm. The roof is lower than the one that you're currently on. Mm, um, about how many feet? Probably about, uh, I'd say probably a floor lower, so about 10 feet lower. Got it. Um, still a gap horizontally, but uh, actually the alley on that side is not as wide as the alley on the other side with the taller building. Good to know. Think I can jump it? I can. Sure. Yeah. I can jump it. All right. We might need to. Just us. Just, you know. I wouldn't be worried. <clears throat> I'm a very athletic person. You should have seen me climbing this building. It's unfortunate I was invisible. Mm, yes. Unfortunately, your voice is not invisible as well. <laughs> a cast message. I'm inside your head. <laughs> Wait, did that drop my invisibility? Oh, no. Actually, yeah. Casting a spell <laughs> does drop invisibility. It is a cantrip. <laughs> it loses your concentration, though. No, I mean, it's unless it's another concentration spell, he wouldn't lose concentration. But I believe casting a spell or attacking... Yep, yep. Uh, breaks, breaks invisibility. Breaks invisibility. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I found... I see you. <laughs> invisibility. <laughs> okay, you, you cast it again. Uh, um, unless there's anything else the two of you would like to look for, this probably is going to wrap up um, what you can find uh, uh, around the exterior of the building. Yeah, so. that's it. Great. Yeah. Um, I guess the the only last thing is I'm curious about the the base as we're leaving. Are there mm-hmm. any first floor or like ground? Any basement like windows? Make a perception or investigation check. Your choice. Pretty good. Have to flip back to my stats. 
Perception, investigation, perception, uh, 21. 21, that's very good. Uh, yeah, there are a couple, um, there's sort of, you know, little like some, like cutaways in the pavement around the backside you do see, but they're very small windows. You know, they're not those full-size windows, they're those, you know, basement windows, right? Installed in like the lower parts, just barely peeking above mm -hmm. the uh, ground level. As while I'm invisible, I'll just press myself against them. Can I see anything into it? Make a perception check. Um, dirty 20. Dirty 20, nice. Um, you do peek in and uh, uh, you do appear to be, you do appear to be uh, uh, looking into a mech room of some sort. Okay, so. Good to know what windows are. All right. Great. Hold on. Um, Octavia, I believe you were looking into the janitor situation for the building. Yeah, um, I would like to go into the newspaper office to do this. Okay. Um, and speak with, like, the staff there. Great. Uh, because they're hired out. I want to know if they know, do they work in the other building do they work in the blood keep yeah building um yes go ahead you uh you can either if you'd like that so based on what you roll will have an effect on what information you get okay you can just do a normal investigation check um or you can do a persuasion check we're going to do an investigation. Okay. Uh, 16. 16. So yeah, some questions um, uh, to some of the janitorial staff at the newspaper. Um, the newspaper actually, uh, uh, um, you know, the newspaper, as, as, as you mentioned, does outsource uh, uh, janitorial work. Um, you end up, but like no, you know, nobody really, you know, you say a couple things to a few people, but nobody has necessarily that much useful stuff. And then you're like, wait a minute, I'm the daughter of the boss around here. Why am I going about it this way? Uh, and so you basically requisition files from the head of, of the janitorial team here. Um, so uh, uh, with that, um, you do learn that the the company um, that um, the company that that cleans this building is uh, uh, <laughs> is called um, uh, gelatinous cube uh, uh, cleaning and clearing. I love it. Um, so named for the uh, for an infamous monster. Um, which is known to uh, uh, be pretty, pretty much the opposite of picky when it comes to what it digests, uh, and so the, you know, you the 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 image of the company is this like clear, this huge clear cube with like a broom and mop like propped up against it. Oh, um, geniuses! So. Uh, the, the, with that, okay. Uh, 
so with that, you learn the name of this company. You know they outsource out to other companies. You're not 100% sure if they outsource out to um, Blood Keith Textiles, but you do have an idea of what the uniform and logo looks like. So you could keep an eye out for when you go to Blood Keith Textiles. Okay. Could I visit there on the 21st or go take a look? Their main offices. Yeah, you could mm -hmm. if you'd like and to. see if I, if I uh, see anybody wearing this gelatinous cube garb. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On, on the, on the 21st, you head over to, um, you head over to, to their, uh, uh, their main offices in the city. Um, yeah, you, you see, you know, a couple people are heading out. Um, would you head over there in the morning or what time of day would you head over there? Um, probably first thing. Okay. Yeah. So you do see a few people leaving in the morning wearing sort of, um, you know, uh, uh, bluish like coveralls over, over their clothes with the little logo of the company um, embroidered onto it, uh, heading out. Um, and you see them like loading up onto company um, carriages, uh, but not fancy carriages, but like, you know, company horse and wagon and heading off to various point parts of the city. So it looks like staff leaves, staff comes here in the morning, gets their assignments for the day and then leaves um, to wherever they're heading for the day. Okay. Um, I don't know if you wanted to go into the building and talk to anybody, but no, did I, were they wearing the, like, janitorial? The, like, yes. Yes, they were wearing these coveralls with that embroidery on it. Okay, then I would like to go back to the uh, newspaper office. Would I know if we have any, like, halflings on staff or, like, small staff? Yeah, definitely. Um, and would any of them keep their uniforms at work? Would we, like, would the newspaper provide, like, a, I don't know, like, a locker room for them? Um, just gonna steal one of Borrow one temporarily. Um, yes, there is sort of a, a janitor's, uh, a break room slash locker room area. Um, that being said, as, as I, as I was saying, the company, you know, it seems like most of the janitors go to the main, like, headquarters of the company in the morning, and then depart from there to different buildings, so, Oh, um, was I not at Blood, I thought I was looking at the Blood King. Oh, I misunderstood what sorry, you were asking. I I'm, well. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, you so you saw a few people arriving in that uniform at okay. Blood Keep Textiles. Great. But um then yeah. back to where we were. Right, <laughs> right. So back at back at the newspaper offices, um, there is sort of a break room for the janitorial staff. Um, but uh the staff arrives from somewhere else in the morning and it's Often it's the same people, but it's sometimes different people. Okay. Um, it's not always the same people coming every day. Um, 
and you don't may I mean make an investigation check for me to see if you can find any spare uniforms that are the right size. Ooh. Investigation. That's a 24. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, you do find there is one locker that is unlocked that has uh has a uniform in it for someone on the shorter side. Okay. I'm just gonna take it. Okay. Uh and tuck it into my bag. Is it clean? If it's not clean, I'll go get it clean. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and uh I'll bring it to the meeting that we have this evening. Great. Um Great. Uh, unless anybody has anything, does anybody have anything else? I guess I should say. I have a quick question. Yeah. Okay. So for Ovina Bloodkeith, would we know just with like a general history check about how old she would be? Make history and check. And also, who was the head of the textile industry before her? Yeah. Make history check. Would nine. I know that? Make history check as well. I got nine. Nine. Uh, an 18. You do not know that. An 18. Um, yeah, Nix, I would say you've probably started looking into this a little bit more. It's in the training manual. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole yeah. night of just Ovina yep. trivia. Yep. Um, yes, the the company was formerly, the former CEO of the company was um, Ovina's father, um, uh, Dwarick Bloodkeith. Um, Dwarick Bloodkeith was in charge of the company until about 20 years ago, um, when he retired and, uh, uh, pa and the board of directors of the company unanimously voted to make his daughter the next CEO of the company. Uh, she had previously been, um, uh, uh, vice president of finance. Do we know about how old? Um, yes, Ovina is about 165 years old. That means nothing to me. <laughs> what is that in people here? Is what that is mid 20s, 30s, 40s? Um, <laughs> let me double, let me double check. Uh, I think my, it's the hundreds my, plus. I feel like that's pretty young. Well, you Let me get my elf to human age converter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, so dwarves typically live 400 to 500 years. Um, so 165 isn't young, but in human terms would probably be the equivalent of mid-30s. Okay. Do we know if she has, if she's married or has kids? Uh, she is neither married nor has kids, but has a very large family, many of whom are also in important positions in the company. Um, and then last thing, the place, the name that you said where the HQ used to be. The city of Mirabar. Uh, Mirabar is a, uh, make a history check. I have, like, shitty rolls. <laughs> I'm sorry. What'd you get? It happened. Eight. Eight. 
Mirabar is a city. It's a real old city. You know there's a large dwarf population there. Okay. Don't get much else for me. Okay. All right. Um, great. Anything else from anybody? Okay. Um, so that evening, you all get together uh, uh, to share what you learned um, and plan for tomorrow when Octavia is going to go in and interview um, Ovina. But with that, we're going to end here. Next time, you can begin by plotting what the next uh, moves are for the group. Um, so thank you all very much for playing. And thank you all for watching. Uh, got some good information gathering this time. Uh, probably going to be some more information gathering next time, it looks like. But um, we are sleuthing. You are, you, are, you are sleuthing uh, uh, very, very well. So. We are looking under all of the rocks. That's right. Woman's um, going to beat up Anne Hathaway. <laughs> no, Anne Hathaway, if you're watching this, none of us have any interest in beating you up. No, you're I amazing. love you. We would love it if you would shout out this show. Honestly, it would be great. Or, you know, join us eventually. Yeah. Yeah, oh, hey, cool. yeah. Anne Hathaway, if you want to make a guest appearance on our D&D show, that'd be yeah. great. Yeah, anybody knows about? Anne Hathaway? What's our paying rate for guests on the on the show? Uh, I mean, million. I know my salary is pretty high, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. From the show or from your yeah. job? Appearance? Oh, from the show. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's oh. the only one making money. Sam's <laughs> yeah, the only one getting paid. That's right. Uh, you manage uh, that, dude. <laughs> I know the I know the CEO. <laughs> don't we don't we all? No. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Um, well, with this revelation <laughs> that Sam is making apparently money. Paid person on the show. Uh the only paid person on the show. Uh <laughs> We'll, we'll go ahead and uh, call it for the night. Um, thanks for watching, as always. Uh, please do all those things that you would do. Like, comment, subscribe, ring the bell on YouTube. Um, you know, share with people. Uh, follow the podcast. Leave a rating. Um, follow us on social media. Uh, links down below. Um, or if you're listening to the podcast, at RollerSkillDND on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, so you can keep up, keep up to date with the show and uh, uh, what's going on with us. But um, thank you all very much. And we'll see you next time. Good night. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.